It's close enough for government work. I'm like spinning around like a 90s pop song. It is a 90s pop song, isn't it? Or is that 2000s? I think it's right on the cusp. It might have been 2000. I did see that Kylie actually has a new a new album out, which has got to be the first in a long time. She must be in her 50s. Not a... Not a not, no, new original yeah. music. Wow. Before the Adam is going to inflict it upon me as his pick of the week. That, that'd actually be interesting to to be interesting to listen to, considering how Madonna tried to deal with like moving into the EDM space, and it just didn't. Like she never really nailed that late career. Um, not that she needed yeah, to, I guess. But but, but, she, but she's always she's anyway, always wanted but, to be permanently relevant, and you have to say that Sure did a better job of nailing that late career stuff. Even if it was that horrific fucking auto-tune song. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a better match. I don't think late career... Like, I wonder whether Madonna could have, you know, worked with the Chemical Brothers or, you know, one of those big dance bands that had guest vocalists, whether that could have got her into that space a bit better than trying to sort of do it herself. I don't know. It's very interesting. I've got all the all the boys of... We've, we've progressed to the stage where... I'm sick of them consuming media one meter away from each other at full volume. <laughs> You've got them all headphones. Um, because they'll be watching the same show, like n- not different episodes of the same show, the same show 15 seconds oh. in time at full volume. No. Right next to each other. I was like, you guys share a room. It's like, well, this is like this echo in here. What the fuck's going on? So I got them. Uh, they're not they're not super cheap headphones that so they're Bluetooth no, they're headphones with long long amounts of charge, um, and finally bit the bullet and set up the the Apple family plan. I think is the best way for them to you know have control of their own playlists and all that sort of stuff. That the Spotify one just wasn't working. Um, but yeah, we're getting into some interesting side bits of music like. Uh, all of a sudden, Curtis is requesting, um, how do you pronounce it? Sade? 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 Sade. Sade. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Got yeah. smooth operator in the car. Got final countdown in the car from Raylan. I'm like, where are you guys getting this fucking from? Fucking 80s. Where are you getting this fucking all 80s all the time? So, you know, so we're, we're bouncing from, you know, Little Sims to the final countdown to uh, the Pink Panther theme, which Curtis is learning on clarinet, which I have to say is a much, like, Listen to the full, uh, like the full version of that the, the other day in the car. That's actually a much better song than the sort of chorusy bit that you, everyone thinks of. It's actually not a bad little smooth jazz song. That song, um, but anyway, he could write a lot. He very, can write very, good songs. Yeah. That dude. Um, I, 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 oh, what? <laughs> we lost him, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out what the fuck happened there shortly. Music, 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 music. My um little mic adapter thing just shut down. Just <laughs> went dead. It's been, it's been powered by the computer. I just I don't know whether I bumped the cord or something, and it yeah, anyway. just decided not to. <sighs> shall we um shall we move on to our music episode? I think we I think this was the music episode. We've been talking about music for the whole bloody episode, so I think I think this is a music episode of this of Dripping Balls. Um our three albums for this week are from Ash, Frankie and the Witch Fingers, and The Witches, who are not related to the fingers that the witch uh, uh, and Frankie uh anyway, anyway, it's very complicated. But um where do you want to start this week? Well, you know, we we're just 
talking about throwing back to previous times. Let's talk about Ash. Now let's talk about Ash. Because oh, I found this a perfectly competent album and I had sort of had two further thoughts about it was how would have this been period? Like, well, would have we seen this as like a lesser Ash album or would have we seen it? Oh, you know, this is a pretty good Ash album. And the second thought I thought was, oh, should I should probably go back and listen to some old Ash to compare it. And I'm like, no, I don't actually... <laughs> I don't actually think highly enough of this album to go back and, and listen to the whole back catalogue of Ash to compare it to. Uh, I gr- agreed on both points. Um, so Ash, Ash didn't really fit the Britpop mould because they really were in their in their heart a, a power pop band. They played pop songs with, with big fuzzy guitars. And this is an album of pop songs played with big fuzzy guitars. It's vintage power pop and the vintage being resolutely mid-1990s. It feels yeah. the nostalgia was the best part of it, I think. Yeah, I feel it's exactly like I remembered them. And you think of, of the, the great Ash songs like Kung Fu and Girl from Mars and Lose Control and stuff like that. And, and there's some stuff on this that kind of arcs to that. Uh, there's some song on here, stuff on here that sucks too, but it does feel like they are doing exactly what they've always done. And I don't, I'm I, I, like you, I, I don't care enough to dig back into their journey to find out whether no. they suddenly went off and became like a prog metal band at some stage and then found their way back to here but it certainly does feel like this is a continuation of yeah, what they do yeah it just it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth the extended effort um but the, the nostalgia was nice like it was almost um yeah you, you know well i don't know about you but i've never never really listened to that much ash so I, I hadn't you know it wasn't as though i could i could sort of comment on whether it was apart from, as i said apart from the singles i didn't own 1977 i think my wife did uh, it wasn't her CD collection, um, but it wasn't something she spun a lot. No, no, it was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, if, if it keeps them, keeps them going, keeps them fed, keeps them out on tour, this, this has the feel, the feel of an album that, as an album that was designed to keep a band alive and to keep them out on tour, then this is an extremely competent version of that. It's certainly not one... You can, you can see them playing one or two of these tracks... In the, in the inevitable winery festival set, yeah, we, we've we've had a lot a lot worse ru- runs of this sort of thing. So yes, we've had much easily. worse versions of that. Yep. Uh, which witches? Which where? Which witch yeah. do you want? Let's start with uh, the, let's, the witches. Let's start with the with the white chichesters. Um, <laughs> and these guys are, uh, as we remarked one last week, from Brighton, but they certainly don't sound like a lot of the other bands from Brighton. Uh, this is kind of dirgy early grunge. I think I think it was described in... Yeah, dirge is exactly the word that came to mind. And it's like... It's described as surf sludge. Mm. It, I think in one in one comment, surf surf rock sludge kind of stuff. Um, there's a slight kind of Brody Dale from the, from the distillers or Sam Corton from the Bobby Lee's quality to the vocals, which is odd because the vocalist's a dude. Um, it's just, I don't know how you, you said it was female-fronted. I think you just did that old man thing of assuming that an un, you know, a beardless man with long hair is a girl. No, I, I think it came from... I didn't look at the band at all. I'd say it's come from the, the one song that's popped up in my release sound, radar yeah. or, or a mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, the, from the vocal. Yeah. The, the, you, know, you know when you see the, the car movie and the needles, like, flickering into the red zone, you know, back and forth between sort of good... Good for the car, bad for the car, sort of thing. I had this with that dirginess, right? There was bits where I really didn't quite enjoyed it, and then, but it was so close, and then it would slip into that. Oh, this is just fucking really tough. 
like really um, not enjoyable to listen to. Just sludgy is the word. It, it, it felt like, you know, dragging your ears through mud. Yeah, I found, you know, it uh, It was weird that they, their first track was called Zep Step because it doesn't sound anything like Zep at all. It, there was no Zep in its step whatsoever. It, it did feel just kind of, it felt like a lot of kind of late 80s, early 90s stuff that you couldn't really put your thumb on um, or your finger on or any of your digits uh, or any of your appendages on. Um, but it was... It wasn't fun for a lot of the journey, and I think that's basically why I feel like the witches do not win this round of Which Witch is Which. No. Thanks for playing. Ne- next week, LA Witch plays all them witches in the semi-final. <laughs> yeah, I put uh, when I was um, trying to think of a name for the, you know, for the the recording for this week, and it was like, well, how can I spell witches with every single permutation in one word? <laughs> yes, and therefore win Scrabble. Okay, so, so Frankie and the Witch Fingers, right? I, I listened to this a bit chopped up, I, th- I think just because of where it was in my week and whatever. Um, and I, I came into this afternoon with, like, my sort of take on it was, like, I quite enjoyed the more sort of slower stuff and, but you know, some of the real frenetic stuff. Is, it just wasn't really doing it for me. And then coming home today from Hastings, we, we gave it a good run from start to finish. And this is a album. This album works yes. so much better when you listen to it from start to finish. I got to Sister System and I'm like yep. tapping my tapping my hands on the steering wheel. I got to Weird Dog and Doom Boom and I'm like nodding my head going, yeah, fuck yeah, this is a great album. <laughs> I was like, I could yeah. like seeped into my bones and, the, and it, just fits so much better listening to the whole thing as a coherent whole. I was like, wow, this, this is a really fucking good album. It's a good album. It's not necessarily... It's almost like the entire premise of the podcast has, is actually has some value. If you listen to things as an album, you can judge them as an album. It's, it's bizarre. Yet, yeah. This album, it does it does have a bit of light and shade, and, the, and there is a bit of variance in the tracks. Like the, the step from Sister System, which is a longer track, to Weird Dog, which is a little bit different, to then Doom Boom. It's The, the, the tonal change is actually work better in the context of the full 40 odd minutes of, of the album yeah um but like I, ha- I have to say it just it just wormed into my brain the sound um mm. and uh, yeah i just i just but that that frenetic feel at listening to a track at a time or a couple of tracks at a time had this sort of uh like a, a building rhythm more so yeah. when you were listening to it from from start to finish and it just felt like they were trying to, almost like a live set, right? Like trying to build into a live set. Um, yeah, really enjoyable. Straight onto my, straight onto my sort of longish lists for, yeah. for uh, top five of the year. I'll for further I, consideration list. Yeah. Yeah, and I just wonder whether it, it'll get better with a bit more listening that way too. Yeah, I look, I think I think they've written a lot of really good songs on this album, and they've played around a lot with rhythm and tone and, and the beats themselves like there's I mean there's the, they made a thing in, the, in their bio about the fact that their new bass player who's actually from the Death Valley Girls um, is also um, can also play like African drums because her parents were music instructors uh, right. so, so the, the, they, there's a little bit of Afro beat a little bit of, of all kinds of weird stuff and it's sort of jazzy time signatures and it, you know it's I mean it's psychedelic rock but they've played around with some stuff which is it's sort of not not much of what they tried didn't come off. It, it all seemed to work pretty well, um, which is yeah. which is very encouraging. And uh, yeah, it's definitely an album that's worth just putting on and, and letting 
play through the journey and see see where you end up. Yeah, yeah, fully enjoyable. If if, if, you, if you've got even like a slight interest in that psychedelic rock, um, definitely worth giving a go. Hey, I just wanted to mention too, like you know, revisiting albums. We I was with some mates of mine who uh, we're going to go and see Jungle with, so we threw on. The um the jungle album and Curtis has also mm. been playing it a lot at home as well. He's he's a big he's a really big fan of the the new jungle album, and quite disappointed that it's there's no um no all ages version of the of the live show for him to go to. But um it's it's done that I still don't think it's as good as the other ones that we've reviewed. I don't, I don't think it's as no, good. No, I think but I, think, I am I enjoying right. it more. But, yeah. but I am enjoying it. It is doing that jungle thing of growing on me. I'm like, oh, this is – I'm enjoying this a lot more than I did first time around. And it's – they're just the strangest band. How Every every single album I've listened to, I've not necessarily – other than the first one, I've not necessarily been that in love with straight up and have liked more and more because they're not a band that's got, you would say, a super amount of depth, right? It's pre- it's mm. They're pretty upfront about what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just I guess it's pop, you know, and it's pop, and it just it's it's almost like an earworm. It gets into your brain and 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 sits there for a while. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. yeah. Well, I suppose the um, you know, we remarked was it last week that we talked about the fact that maybe this this year doesn't have the absolute standout nail it to the you know nail, nail the colours mm. to the mast genre changing albums. But we have a lot of albums that were really really good, uh, and I, th- I feel like yep. that that Frankie album is gonna is gonna be in that. That pantheon of albums that are really, really good and really worth your time. Good. We, and we might have quite a lot. Furnace. We might have a, a quite a long list of those. Yeah, it might be. It, it might be a struggle from two to nine, <laughs> separating them out, and it, it might just be yeah, how you feel on the day. Or uh, we might just get over yeah, ourselves okay. and realise that these are really good albums. Oh well, yeah, or, and who's to say too that we like? All you need is two outstanding albums between now and the end of the year, and all of a sudden. You're talking about the fourth and fifth album rather than the second to fifth album too. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, what? Speaking of albums, there's not that many left in the year. But what? What do you got for this week? That's none of your business. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. This is where we drop in the bit where Adam and I talk about what albums that we're going to pick for for next week. Yeah. Uh, in this little spot here. Music. 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 Music, 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 music. Music, 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 music. Music, 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 music. Music. So, Adam, what album are we going to pick for this week? Oh, I'm really struggling. There's not, I don't know, there's not anything that really grabbed my attention. I don't know if it's more of a Joker pick than a, a normal pick, but I did see that there was a Rolling Stones album out there. <laughs> and I'm kind of curious. Have you already reviewed it's it? It's not out yet. I don't, I don't think it's out yet. It's not, it's not out yet, but I, I, I did say that you would pick this album. Is it the 13th? No, I think it's the 20th. I think it's the 20th. I thought it, was, it came up on, um, uh, maybe it is. I just thought I saw it on maybe that was out. Hackney Diamonds by the wrong, oh, October 20. Oh, bugger. Oh, there you go. Well, now I am really fucked. <laughs> that was what I was sort of hanging my, uh, hanging my hat on. Would you like? Would you like? Let me buy you some. All right, let me let me buy you some time. I'm going to pick the new album by uh, Teen Jesus and the Gene Teasers, uh, which is a all girl um, pop punk act. You know, sort of Ramones kind of areas. 
uh, and uh, they've been, they've put a few EPs out, but uh, we've been keeping an eye on them for a while because you know we're creepy old men and we do like like keeping an eye on girls. Um, and so their their album is out now. Um, so we're going to listen to it. Who was it? Teen Teen What What and the What What Teen Jesus and the Gene Teasers. One of the greatest band names ever. Just really well done. It is quite good. I will give it. So, Adam, you could pick uh, Rick Astley. You could pick I the Screaming see, Jet. I did see Rick Astley in there and thought, hmm. Drake. Oh, Drake. So, yeah, Diesel, has Drake a, Diesel has a new album now. I, I bet Kylie has a new album. She does, indeed. I, I did see all this, this sort of stuff and I thought that would really- Really good. The only one I was kind of- Rat Cat. Rat Cat's down your alley, isn't it? <laughs> Rat Cat. That, that's more Moff's area. How did Rat Cat- Other, other than the, um, fucking the, the leather jacket still working? Like, I don't, I don't understand yeah. how that still works. Look, no, there is, there is also a Choice of Arn album, actually, which I was kind of thinking, oh, that's sort of more interesting, I guess, than- No, sometimes you you have to you stop staring at the album cover and put the album on, Adam, and, and you know, that, that, that'll well, probably be probably- I don't want to stare at the album cover. It's not doing any any favours at all, but yeah, so- Sure, sure it's not. Um, the reason we still have Bezo on the podcast is mm-hmm. that I suggest that he has the right to pick the Joker album oh, for this week yeah. and not have to listen to it, although he is more than welcome to throw his opinions on a voice note and send it to us. Uh, what's our Joker album for this week, please? Uh, I think he I says think we, regretting everything he's ever done. I, I think it should be the Kylie album. I'm, I'm fascinated to see because we we talked a little bit on the music app that's already been recorded about Madonna's trying to reinvent herself into the modern EDM scene, sort of unsuccessfully. Well, she's got a so yeah. I, I keep for, I keep forgetting that that episode isn't out. You know, yeah, I'm like, oh, we, we already said this, and like, no one's no, heard no, it. We actually haven't. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, it like does she just go straight Taylor style pop, or I'm fascinated to see what well, what sort of the, stuff the, he's the doing. The big single off that, and the, the big single off that is people love the shit out of like critically, and like it, it's getting massive amounts of radio airplay, and it's kind of it's very lo-fi. It's not it's not as it's it's pop, but it's very it's not you know. Typical Kylie pop again, but okay, it's, it's it's very sort of big. That's even more intriguing. Yeah, like and it's and, and so it's what, like Lana Del Rey kind of stuff. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> well, no, not no, no, not that bad. Sorry, I was just looking at an album, thinking that one of my daughters been absolutely pestering me about, and I have heard bits of, and I love the lead single out of, and it might be in very, it could be a very pop um, weekend. We, you know, if we, we go this way. But look, I think the Kylie one's interesting. I did look at it and go, I wonder what the rest of the album's like because while it's not the sort of like that lead single off it is not the kind of thing that I would pop, you know, just turn on. If it turned up at a pub or on music, I certainly don't hate what I'm hearing. It's catchy as shit. It's kind of different and it's, you know, it's clever. And I, and I you know, like that about Kylie Minogue, right back from the confide in me kind of, Oh, that's different kind of, you know, that's not I'm, what I am I'm, I'm also interested to see who's doing the writing for it these days. Oh, any, yeah, insert random British sort of, you know, dub DJ kind of thing I would I would imagine. I'll have a look. Anyway, the album that I was, the other album I was going to look at. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of people are writing her songs. Yeah, I, who wrote? John Green, Richard Stannard. Lost Boy. Is wrote, who wrote the lead single, Ina Roldson and Lost Boy, whoever the fuck Lost Boy is. 
Anyway, he's a songwriter, apparently. That's all I can get off his- A lot of John Green and Richard Stannard mm. and Duck Blackwell, who were the producers. Mm. Signed to Sony Music, so that's why she's got first access to him, obviously. So, yeah. Anyway, the other album I sort of the, I'll, I'll go for uh, in the pop um, thing, just because the lead single was really, really interesting, and um, is the Olivia Rodrigo album, who is kind of like Taylor Light. Um, they're the kind of besties kind of slap. <laughs> what, like franchise Taylor? No, 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 no. In in, in that it's it, but the, the the first two singles I've heard off it, and it gets and the first one especially has a massive amount of radio play, and it's actually a really I when I first heard it, I went oh shit that's really interesting in a pop kind of way. Just just one question: mm-hmm. What's a radio? Yeah, so I'm fascinated by someone still listening to the radio. Well, we don't have a lot of you know. Sometimes we, we drive through places out here that don't have you internet. don't have the fucking internet. No, you, you right. don't have a Bluetooth system in your car. Yeah, well, well, sometimes I just like to listen to just what's current on, you know, I, I have to go out and play music to the kids, so I kind of like to listen to what's, you know, getting around the place. Um, uh-huh. So, anyway, I'm going to, this is this is like, um, I don't know, she, she is the other t- Taylor Swift, except she's not Taylor Swift yet, but this is a second album. The first one was, was pretty- I think she's a bit edgier than Taylor Swift, you know, as, as far yeah, as- Yeah, I think goes. she's a lot-, lot like, But it's, uh, the first two singles I heard are wildly- She has the B different. word in one of her singles. Of course oh. they do. Um, is that they are wildly different, like, as far as the first one is kind of like a soppy piano ballad that turns into this club banger, and the next one is just a straight-out pop, you know- get in your ear kind of thing. So I'll do my daughter a favour and listen to the whole album for her and, and tell her whether it's worth investigating. I suspect she'll say it is because that's just how kids work these days. But why not? Let's well, if you, if you say it's good, that she'll, then she'll hate it. I think just for proportionality, we need to point out that, you know, compared to some of the stuff we listen to, the least played song on Olivia Rodrigo's album has 35,720,319 plays. Is this the new one, is it? Yes. Wow, it's been out for. I think it's been out for the a most month. played one has four hundred and sixty-six million. It's been out. For, I think it's been out 000. for a month. But I just I, I keep I heard the second single the September other day. the eighth. So yeah, it's it's so, only just a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's just a I I keep hearing that lead single, which is um, Vampire, and it's just and it has the you know a token swear in it, so all the kids can go. <laughs> she swears, um, but yeah, it, it's a really interesting kind of little thing. So, yeah, what the hell? Let's have a go. And she writes her own stuff. Yes. Co-writes it, well, at least. Oh, yeah, like, like Taylor Swift writes her own stuff with 33 other people. And she's 20, so there's that. Good honour. That's lovely. And we have successfully picked a raft of albums which are all female-led. Mm-hmm. Aren't we fucking allies? <laughs> right, where else? So woke. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get back to the show. That's the edit point. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Actually, I don't know if there was, well, was there an ending to that episode, or no, we just no. sort of drift off into bullshit. I think you just drifted off into bullshit. You might have to. Um... All right. Well, this is us drifting off into bullshit. Uh, good night from the uh, Tripping Balls, a music episode. That is actually a good ending. Well done, everyone. Fuck this delay, eh? Just fuck this delay. <laughs> uh.
Uh, we still still quite haven't figured out the internet, people, after seven years. 